Ray. Hello. How you doing, bro? Doing fine, doing fine. What do you think about wrestling right now? Um, I'm pretty psyched. I'm actually, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty high on wrestling right now. I, I think it's um, interesting, at the very least. Are you high on one company, or are you high on both? Um... I... I'm I, I think AEW is doing good right now. Um, I am interested in what New Japan will do, but I'm also worried. Um, we'll get into that. And uh, WWE, I'm not really watching. <laughs> um, but I, I, I might um, end up getting into it by the time WrestleMania comes around, because it's going to be WrestleMania season. Um, Normally, with WWE, there is a little bit of a lull. Not as bad nowadays as it used to be, but there's a little bit of a lull before you get to the Rumble. Yeah. They're just starting to tell you what might be the last couple of entrants for the Rumble. They're just starting to let you know, well, if this if these two people don't wind up winning, then this person's going to get into it with that person coming out of the Rumble. And then Then they'll pay all those things off over the course of the show you know right right so so that that it's normal with wwe for it to be kind of like that but we're going to get into a lot of that we're going to talk injuries okada and what do we do with joe right after this welcome to go home heat a wrestling podcast here at go home heat our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form an art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now, go home heat. All right, and we are back. Seth Rollins, reportedly, not reportedly, I was watching it when he got hurt. It, I had a hollow spot in my stomach. As we know, if you listen to the show, Seth's my guy. He's my favorite. You know, the only person I can think of that I liked as pro wrestlers more than Seth were Savage and HBK. Couldn't believe it. The, the dude missed a mania due to the same exact injury or due to an injury to the knee. Almost missed another mania due to the same injury he got the other night. I could tell when he hit it and he kept – you can tell when Seth's selling when he's worried. And you could tell at the finish he was worried. And you could tell when he looked at the ref, it wasn't, it's all good. So when Bubba Ray tweeted out, I think Seth's hurt, I was like, oh, yeah, I do too, brother. Now, that being said, Meltzer is reporting that he thinks Seth is going to try to gut it out. I think Seth would pretty much, you tell me, if Seth's going to main event against CM Punk at WrestleMania, they'd have to amputate that thing for him not to yeah. give it a go. He, he, he he's... Yeah, no. His literally his whole career, he's wanted that main event for WrestleMania. I, I don't think that it's likely that he, if even if he's injured, he'll probably work through that injury. He'll figure it out. He'll. he'll yeah, he'll I, I don't think wear a knee brace unless they just told him, "Hey, you have to have surgery because this is going to keep getting worse." I mean, I think it would affect the quality of the match. It still may. I hundred percent think that. I know this is weird, but remember the Hunter Hearst. Helmsley match with him. We we saw it live. We yeah. were at that WrestleMania. Yes. It was not a great match. It was okay. There's nothing wrong with it. 
but it wasn't great. I think right. that Seth not being able to work in the ring leading up to it hurt the match. Right. I think there was a continuity issue that Seth didn't have because he was a little unsure of his leg here and there. I think that hurt the match. I do think that the injury uh, helped the match in the build-up part, right? The whole showing up in NXT and saying, I'm not leaving until you get, you know, that whole thing. Right. It helped the match, but it didn't help the match once the bell rang. I do think there's a there is a legitimate chance here that it's going to be hard for him to be clicking come Mania if he can't work. Although I do think Triple H as an executive and a wrestler is a completely different animal than CM Punk in a main event at Mania when two guys want more than anything to have a match of the year candidate against one another on the biggest stage of as much as they may not like each other. What do you think? Well, here's what you know. I mean, honestly, I think just generally the quality of Seth's matches has been down recently, probably because of his back and all of his uh, injuries kind of piling up. Either way this goes, I would be more excited to see a Drew McIntyre versus CM Punk promo going into WrestleMania. You want Drew versus Punk? Yeah. I mean, regardless of whether or not Seth can go. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. Okay. Well, that's what we're getting if Seth can't go. Which sucks, because I, I mean, I, I, I never want to wish injury on anyone. But you uh, did. Which is not what I'm... <laughs> it's okay, uh, man. It's okay to hope he's hurt and has that surgery. It's fine, bro. It's fine. But I do think Drew... I thought that Drew's match with Seth a couple of weeks ago was fantastic. I think Drew is hitting home runs with the character shift. I think almost all wrestlers are more interesting as heels than they are as baby faces. Hmm. And I think that Drew having... When we've seen Drew as a heel before, he was just kind of like Dolph Ziggler's Nemeth lackey. Right. I tell this big guy what to do. This is an occasion where you have a man who's being portrayed as a heel when the reality is he's not wrong in the things he's saying. He's starting to get to a point where he's being willing to cheat here and there. So did Cena, and he wasn't ever a heel. The things that Drew is saying are true. The reasons Drew is upset are true. There, there's an argument when Seth says, or Punk says, yeah, we all had to deal with COVID, buddy. Get over it. Legitimate. There's also an argument when it's the biggest moment of my career happened in front of a bunch of fake TV sets and not people. Yeah. And both are right. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, and yeah. so it, it, there's, there's so, it's so interesting. And I loved when Punk got into it with, Drew in his promos. I love the concept of Cody getting into it with Drew in his promos. I would like a short program between Drew and Cody. I would like to see maybe who do you want your last four in the Rumble to be? Punk. All right, we're um, going to assume Seth is able to wrestle at Mania. So the, whoever wins is probably wrestling Seth. Seth. 
Yeah, I would have Punk win regardless. Doesn't matter. That doesn't really matter to me. If if Jamel's right though, if if Seth is hurt, then Priest come. Then the best thing to do is have Priest come out. If Seth, we know he's hurt. If Seth says, "Hey, I can't wrestle," no. If Seth says, "Hey, I'm gonna gut it out," but the reality is he really can't wrestle, then you have Damien come out, cash in on him, yeah, take the belt off of him, and then Drew probably wrestle him at Elimination Chamber or something and take yeah. the belt off, right? Right. That's what you would do? Uh-huh. But Punk goes over anyway. Yeah, I think Punk, no matter what, I, I think Punk is main eventing WrestleMania. Or okay. at least he should. My last four, if it's up to me. Night one. Of, of the Rumble. My last four is Punk, Cody, Drew, Gunther. Okay. My last five is Brock Lesnar, Gunther. Okay. Mm. I have Gunther throw Lesnar out. Mm. Setting up their IC match. Right. I have Gunther throw himself out trying to clothesline Punk or somebody. Right. Then I have Drew toss Cody getting getting that matchup because right. Punk gets Drew. Absolutely. And so then I get then I get a quick program with Cody Drew. And then I pivot to whatever Drew's going to do at Mania, which I don't know what you do with Drew. See, that's a problem because Drew is so good right now. And you, it's a little more believable with Drew than with Seth. But Drew, up until the time that he was, you know, a week or two before he was going to turn heelish, he was booked a lot like every WWE champ is booked unless it's a pay-per-view. Right. You, you know what I mean? He never has any adversity unless it's literally championship gold online. Then, in which case, prior to that, he can beat up seven, eight people. It doesn't matter, whatever, right? That's how they book him. Here, because of who Drew is, it is hard to figure out what you do with him if he's not wrestling for a title. You know, right. that, that's the trick, right? Because if Cody's taken up with Roman and Punk and Seth are over here, that's why I, dude, I like the idea of Drew in a triple threat. I just like, I Drew, think Seth and Punk. we've seen great WrestleMania triple threats before. We have. And I love the concept of that. But let's pivot away from this because we're not going to know about this. I like fantasy booking. We all do. Right. But let's pivot. Okada is a free agent. Rest right. in peace, New Japan. Yeah, it is rough for them right now. I'll say that after. Okada left, and Osprey leaving, and Jay White leaving. Um, like all, <laughs> they do have to focus on like um, uh, talent that really they didn't really have the chance to um, elevate um, mm -hmm. because they thought that guys like Okada and Osprey were going to be around longer. Um, I guess they took that for granted a little bit. But I, I think I think they'll tough it out. Actually, that's part of what makes me kind of interested in what New Japan will do right now. Um, the show that they're going to do in Chicago uh, looks insane. Um, mm -hmm. They have um, Mustafa Ali versus Hiromu Takahashi, um, which is a match that is uh, super exciting. Um, Mox versus Tetsuya Naito, um, which is also just like just insane clash of characters. Interested in what New Japan is going to do now that. They don't have a lot of the people that kind of kept the company on their back. Right. 
Right. And we talked about it earlier today when we were sitting around uh, eating. A lot of the beauty of having tournaments is you get matchups that you wouldn't normally get if you had to tell a story with it. The tough part of that is if you have the same 15 guys for 10 years, then you don't get new matchups. Because they face each other in every other G1. Right. So next thing you know, Naito's wrestled Okada 33 times. Right. Et cetera. The beauty of these guys leaving is the possibility of, I can only guess that, I think it's Gato who gets to make these decisions on the monies. Well, actually. Tanahashi is president. Tanahashi's the president. So we now. can do the WWE thing and blame all the good stuff on uh, one person and blame all the bad stuff on the other one. So Gato still makes that call, as we're saying. Like, yeah. Gato still we makes, like Tanahashi. Yeah. Gato makes all the calls that are bad. Right. And Tanahashi makes all the calls that are good. Right. Gato being Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. Tanahashi being Triple H. Uh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. All right. So here's the thing. Right now, AEW and WWE have a lot of talent, and they want big right. signings. AEW is going to want to match the big signings that WWE debuts at the Rumble. Right. They're going to want to be able to if Julia, Julia, if Julia gets signed, she's a fantastic performer. If she gets signed by WWE, then Tony's going to want Monet to debut. Yes. The next episode because he wants to be able to counter right. Mm-hmm. But if you sign people, the money isn't infinite. You'll let people go. And I think that Gato and Tana are betting on guys like Ali becoming available. Mm -hmm. And they're great. And Matt Riddle, of course. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's in TNA now. The Matt Matt Riddle joke was snarky. It was snarky, but supposedly he had a good match. Yes. Good for him. Frustratingly. Speaking of good matches, shout out uh, Osprey Alexander. Great. Mm -hmm. Wonderful that they did that. Uh, he got that little, little thing in TNA real quick before he goes over. Okada because it, it possibly goes to TNA. I I don't. I think it's way more possible that he's going to AEW or WWE. Okay. But I also. Money. I think yeah, because that's really the only thing I think that would bring him <laughs> over. See, he's. I think you want him in AEW. I think it's. I I think I a well want is a strong word. Really, I wanted him to stay in New Japan. <laughs> I think it's more likely and it's probably better off if he goes to AEW. Okay. Um, Because I think that uh, WWE will not use Okada right. Okay. Um, Because they've kind of proven that time and time again with guys like Okada. Um, uh, But I also don't know. I mean, AEW could also not do them right as well. That six-month Jericho feud uh, that Okada will have uh, when he gets in. Okada... In AEW, is going to have great matches. He will have a shot at the big belt. He may be able to actually negotiate the big belt in the in the contract negotiations. Mm-hmm. They may be able to have a handshake agreement. If I come here, you're going to pay me a ton of money. Plus, within 12 months, I'll have the belt. He can't. I don't think Paul will do that for him. I don't think Triple H Paul Levesque will will say yes. You'll have a belt. I don't yeah, think he no. would do that for anybody. No. I don't think he did it for Punk. I don't think he did it for Cody. I thought he did it for Cody, so Cody didn't win the belt. 
Problem with Okada going to WWE, Cody's going to have the Universal Championship for the next year. Yeah. As soon as Mania's over. So that, that leaves only one belt left. Punk's going to get that belt. Because Punk's beaten. If Seth can go, we know Seth has to have a break. He's got a bad back, and he blew his knee out. He's yes. got to take time off. Yes. So Seth's laying down for Punk. Mm-hmm. Now, he may win the next two they wrestle in a year, but this WrestleMania, he's losing night one. If he can go. So that's an issue for him because Punk will be the champion. Drew is really looking strong, and I could see Drew winning SummerSlam over Punk. So Okada is what I'm, what I'm saying is Okada isn't getting the main belt this year if he goes to WWE. No. That being said, Okada seeing Punk is a match I want to see. Mm-hmm. Okada Rollins is a match I want to see. Okada Zane is a match I want to see. Okada Owens is a match I want to see. Okada Reigns is a match I want to see. Okada Gunther is a ma- match I want to see. Hmm. Okada Lesnar. Hmm. Because I think Okada is a fantastic performer. But Brock Lesnar is a different animal. Right. And he's, I mean, he, he may have faced him somewhere online. Maybe I don't remember, but. No, he did not. The other thing is, I would love, I, I hope, I make jokes that they will be the new Kabuki Warriors because WWE has done things like that in the past. Hopefully Paul's not like that. But I, I do think it's been a long time since we've seen Shinsuke Okada. Yes. And that would be interesting if you can do the story right. Now, I, 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 they've done good stories right lately. Now, let's transition, because I think what you really love right now, and I want to wrap this show up with some talk about AEW. What do you think about the product right now? What, what are you liking? It feels... Watching AEW Dynamite in 2024 feels more like watching AEW Dynamite than it did the entirety of last year. Like, every show this year has felt like a dynamite, mm-hmm. right? Really, uh, unless Jericho is on, it's great. Yeah. Weird, right? Kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and there are people out there, I'm sure, that don't feel that way about Jericho. Therefore, they don't have this issue, so the whole show's great for them, which is good for them because I can't do that. I can't get past how I feel about Jericho no. right now. I, I, one of the goats. I'll argue he's not, but I, I, I put him in, I'll put him in my top 30. You can put him in your top two, whatever. I'm tired of that dude. I'm tired of everything about that guy. Yeah. Let's move on to the good though, because let's don't let's don't get bogged down in the bad. Um, I think Samoa Joe as world champion is like the best decision they made in a long time. They took the venom from MJF when they put him. Yeah. They. With they really that that was really kind of like a fascinating mistake is that you take like maybe the hottest heel in wrestling in like the past in decades in in decades yeah and then you turn him face and it works right it works for months yeah and then all of a sudden you start to go mm, I don't know it's a little bit better. and then a boy gets hurt and it really loses mm. the venom and then they you, do this you extended beat with one leg what are you talking about man. Yeah. Don't get me started. But, and then, you know, they they wind up eventually giving us the finish with Cole being the devil. That's fine. I, I like Cole the devil now. I like it now. 
Yes. And I presume that MJF is not going to be at the Rumble. The Rumble? Right. We haven't seen him on TV since, since he lost. I'm a, I'm assuming he's going to be back. You know, no, there's no rumors. I'm not trying to start a rumor. I'm just saying. Oh I yeah, there's, there's no way that right. like when yeah. he comes back, we should get the MJF that was pre Cole. Yes. And he should be complete jerk, but zeroed in on Cole. Right. Agreed. I, I think I think that storyline could work. I think it could work. I also think. I don't know. It, it's weird. It'd be weird if he come came back and did a complete one eighty. Just because mm-hmm. Cole's a heel now, I think I think they kind of there was kind of a like a mess up there, but um, that's besides the point. Uh, moving on to uh, the main event scene that they have right now in AEW, mm-hmm. um, it looks like it's going to be a three way uh, triple threat match between Joe, Hangman, and Swerve. Right uh, is what they're building up to. And you love it. Good lord, huh? You love it. Love it. Love it to death. Um, that match that Joe had with Hook, uh, Last Dynamite, was probably one of the best matches that under 10 minutes that I've seen. Um, I think that uh, it really did help make Hook feel like something. Even though, like, he did get, like, beat <laughs> for, like, uh, like 80% of the match. Um I think that uh, the whole thing made perfect sense. I think it made Hook feel like something important. Um, and I think building your company around um, someone like Samoa Joe absolutely bulldozing through your roster is a really good idea. Um, especially going back on like classic like Ring of Honor stuff. Um, yeah, no, I, I think uh, right now they are uh, killing it. The way I see Hangman. He didn't do it for me. And what, I don't know why. What are your issues with him? I don't know. He's a good wrestler. He's an okay talker. I don't get it. He's a great talker. He's a way better talker than Seth. Sure. Okay. I don't. He's a better talker than Drew, too. Okay. But, it, it, dude, he, I, don't, I, I, don't have, I don't have a legitimate issue with the guy. He just doesn't do it for me. And I have no clue why Swerve is not getting the opportunity to do this one-on-one with Joe. Because well, Swerve deserves his first shot at the goose, at the thing, to be one-on-one. If he does it one-on-one with Joe, then you don't want to end this Joe reign earlier, right, than it should. Because I think Joe deserves a pretty long reign, considering mm-hmm. this is going to be his last one. And if you do it with Swerve, what's Joe going to do? Is he going to beat Swerve? So hang in there and take what a pin. Kind of. <laughs> uh, because to me, what we've been doing with Hangman was incredibly interesting as we slowly see him. Because we've seen his character, right? We've seen his character go to the doldrums and then ascend. And that's yeah. interesting to me. And I love that. When, when Hangman went down and came up, it was fascinating. And then when he won it, I was happy for him. Then when he loses to Swerve, I thought, that's awesome. Because right. his character's slowly starting to go down again. And then when he reaches that one point, eventually he will ascend back up. But rather than continue to slow down, to go down, he immediately got put back in the world title picture when he lost a match that should have decided whether or not he was in the world title picture. Only because he walked around and said he should be in the world title picture. I, I don't know even if that's... Like, I don't think that that match was about, like, the world title picture. Like, well, I don't not think. officially. 
Because I don't, I don't think that match was about proving Swerve was was able to be the guy, and he proved that he was able to be the guy. But instead of you letting him be the guy, you put another guy in there to hold his hand on the walk to the. I don't. To the I ring. don't think that's true. Like I don't think, I don't think you can do a Swerve Joe program, because I don't think, because I, I don't think that their characters really align in that way. Like I don't think that. So you you think there has to be somebody that's a pseudo face? I, I do involved. I do. I think that I think that Hangman kind of has to be there, and I also think, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't and, think. And you don't want Swerve to lose clean to Joe, and you don't want no. the belt to come off Joe. So it all makes sense to you. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Man, that's great. Um, I think the women's division in AEW is clicking. It's getting better. Right. I think I think that. Uh, I don't love the in-ring work lately from Storm, but I think that that's just her figuring out the character. And some of the stuff she does is great in character, both during the matches and outside of the matches. I thought Perazzo, oh, who, Anna J. Perazzo, Anna J was good. Perazzo, Queen, Queen and Manita was really good. But the Perazzo, Jay was good. Storm sitting outside of the ring. It's cool. It makes sense, right? Yes. And Storm is killing it. She's she's the guy. She's making. <laughs> she's acting like the guy's Shivani when he's not. Calling him Shivone, and it worked. And then, what's the name of the guy that carries her around? Uh, Luther. Luther. Right. Hardcore the, legend. Hardcore legend now. Butler. It's fantastic. Mead is fantastic. Queen Atifa has been a, a, a teen. I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry. Amanita. Queen Amanita is fed. She's been great in three straight performances. One with Mariah May, who is new to the roster. One with, um, Perazzo and then one yes. with and then one with Statlander. And all of these have been great matches. And I love it. Statlander, as you know, we all love her. She's a great performer. Everything's right. everything's you know, those things are clicking pretty good. It's I, I don't know. I think AEW's in a really good spot. You do too. Yes. Right? Uh, uh Jay White got some gold. He did. Solidified the fact who's the who's the best faction in the company now? Uh Bullet Club Gold. We knew that already. Right, but we but we but we enjoy it. I I like what Swerve's faction is doing outside of Swerve. Even even though they lose sometimes, they still are big, forceful, yeah. intimidating. They're good performers. Um, what what else we got going on over there? Oh, Christian is killing it. Tim and Dustin oh. had a pretty good match. He's killing it. Edge is going to get his come up. Going to give him his come up, and sooner or later, I think AEW's in a really good spot right now. Yeah. I mean, it is it is clicking. It is more enjoyable, right? And then I don't know how to put it. They're just such different products. WWE and yeah. and, and, and AEW. You know, it's it's really hard to kind of compare them because they're just so different. And there are times when I really like what's going on in WWE. Although it's just really hard for a Raw to be clicking for three hours. Like um, like lately with Dynamite, when it ends, I'm surprised that I'm not. I'm like, oh, it's already over. Like when when the main event starts, yeah. it's like, oh, it's already the main event, and you don't get that a lot with um, 
a three-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, when an AEW show ends, uh, it leaves you wanting more. And then when a Raw ends, it does not do the same thing. Very seldom. Very seldom. I, I, I personally, <laughs> as I've said many times on the show, I personally watch my Raws and my SmackDowns. Uh, my NXTs, I, I, I do a lot. SmackDown, I watch live sometimes. Those others, I tend to watch on Hulu. Right. I, I put them right. on and be doing well, usually at work during, during them. So that makes it a lot easier to do because then I just have it on one TV at work because, you know, there's 39 TVs where I work. And I can just kind of wa- watch little bits and pieces and then watch the ap- episodes the next day or the next day on Hulu, and it's a lot shorter. But I do think that NXT is getting fascinating. The swerve thing, and not the swerve thing. Mellow and Trick is coming to a head. I think they're going to wind up doing the deal kind of similar to MJF, except he won't be hurt, where Trick opens the show with Mellow in a tag match, closes the show against Dragunov, which a little zany because it'd be really hard for me to buy beating Dragunov in double duty or ever yeah. doing anything. <laughs> Wait, okay, real quick. Dragonoff, do you put him in a rumble? Um, I mean you could. You certainly could. Okay. I mean, there there are some NXT guys that I think would do good in the rumble. Hayes. Um Hayes, that Obafemi guy. You put him in there because um, he's a monster. Yeah, good grief. Good grief. Woof. He's um, a monster. And he's good. Yeah. He's 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 uh some of these guys have only been going six months, four months, three months, you know? And that, that's the neat thing about what's going on right now in NXT is it's not uh, – there was a time when raw talent would get on there and it didn't look trained, and that time is a little bit – you know, they'll have weird spots but not full 10-minute segments. You know what I mean? And, and that makes it enjoyable. I like what they're doing in their women's division. I like, I, dude, I have to say it. I never thought I would be able to say this, but I kind of like what they're doing in their tag team division mm. with the women on the main roster. And I never thought in my life I would put those words in that order. Cats mm. <laughs> <laughs> and old girl are, are, are killing it. You know, they have a couple of t- teams they can match up with. You have... Oscar and, and Kyrie Sane, yeah, able to do do great things, and then you know EO's the the top dog there. I just you know you know as you know I love EO as much as absolutely anybody. Ripley's had some good matches lately. It's this is this is fun stuff. And Becky came out and gave a really good account of herself at Ripley. So you're kind of intrigued, like what direction do they go with the Rumble? The you know, everybody's saying it's going to be Bailey or Becky. Yeah. And they don't really ever do what everybody's saying. So it's going to automatically be who? Nia Jax. Exactly. And just piss everybody off. <sighs> Nia Jax versus Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Now, what, uh, Okada, how far away from being the AEW champ is Okada? Not, not Okada. Uh, I'm sorry. Osprey. Osprey, I think when he shows up there by by next Wembley, he's probably gonna be. He goes into Wembley champ. I don't know if he goes into Wembley or if he leaves Wembley champ. Yeah, uh, our our other cohort he, on the show, Jamil, feels the same way. Yeah, I think I think Osprey versus Swerve at Wembley is the. I could see Swerve walking in with the belt, Osprey walking out. Yeah, I, I think that's the. 
way to go. Unless, of course, um, it's going to be Okada versus Osprey at Wembley, and then Okada makes him eat another pin. Nice. I think that's a that's a good thing. I I remember I saw I saw one tweet. I was among the lines of it was it was it was kind of formatted like Gato talking to Okada. He was like, hey hey. Okada, do, do you think that you could, you know, um, I mean, Osprey's on his way out of the company, you know, uh, and he's never pinned you before, you know? Um, you think that maybe, you know, you could do him a favor? And, and Okada was like, no, that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> and his very best Hulk Hogan. That does not work for me, brother. <laughs> it's not going to work for me, brother. Sounds good. Sounds good <laughs> for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. For Ray, for me, this has been a Go Home Heat production. Check out our friends at the game project, DGINProject.com. They are, uh, Charles is killing it, Dion. He's killing it over there on TikTok right now. He's doing shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoons. Go over and check that out. Also, check out our friends at Daily Smart, your one-stop oh, shop dude. for all things pro wrestling. And yes. Before we talked, we didn't talk about Dwayne Johnson versus uh, Roman, did we? It's not happening. It better not. It's not happening. I'm not. I'm not wasting my time on Dwayne Johnson, till okay. till till he'll have to be walking down the aisle for me to believe it's happening. Because he always says he's ready to come back, and he never come is back. really coming back. He just says that so people will yeah. talk about him. The other thing is when he did come out to the ring, he was blown up three yeah, punches he in. <laughs> he cut a bad promo and then. It it wasn't great. I mean, people people act like they loved it, but I I, I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, I know. And I, I don't think that I'm not. It's not that Dwayne can't. It's that Dwayne has an awful lot going on for him to stay focused. Like like for example, he was at the he was at the Rose Bowl all day, then goes to do this the. WWE moment that night. Yeah, he he can't ever do one thing. Like if he if he goes back into WWE, he was shooting a movie all day long and flying in, and he's just it's hard for him. I don't. I think that watching Roman versus Dwayne would be like the most depressing feud like ever, because I think at this point Dwayne is like really washed. Well, and not that he just does something else for a living now. I don't know, man. I think the way it would go is that, like, <laughs> I said this to our buddy, um, NJPW, uh, uh, I said this to our buddy, Jared. Uh-huh. Um, I said that uh, so he would say some dumb shit, like, he would call, like, he would call Roman, like, the tribal queef or some dumb shit like that, and then Roman would, like, cook him to hell and back. Right. And then that would be the entire program. Right. And it would just be Ro- The Rock saying really stupid stuff for, like, the Dated. whole... Really stupid, really dated, dated promos stuff, right, right. for like the whole thing, and then Roman just absolutely cooking him. Which honestly, part of me, <laughs> part of me would think that it's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To well, watch. <laughs> I mean, considering how many years The Rock cooked everybody else, it'd be just fine if he had to get cooked a little bit here yeah. and there, right? <laughs> just uh, a whole feud leading into WrestleMania. Right. On that note, anyways, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, folks, for checking us out. And go home. Go home.